When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast, where we talk real life, real drama, trauma, in real time. <laughs> I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. Hello. Hello. What's going on? I know I'm not the only one on the edge of my seat wanting to know what's up with you, Marie. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know... I don't want to be the one to complain, but like we did find an apartment. <laughs> it's sorry. not the ideal. <laughs> I'm sorry. The last episode, like the last full episode that we had was like, well, my house burnt down. I don't want to complain. Uh, but this is really hard. Uh, it's been a trial. It's been tribulations. Uh, but I don't want to complain. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Complain. Go ahead. Well, we found a place. I it's actually a beautiful, gorgeous place. It's just in not in San Francisco. It's in Oakland. Okay. Which Oakland's kind of like the Wild West right now. There's a lot happening. Um, so like that brings with it another set of anxieties. But I also am like in an amazing, gorgeous apartment. Uh, it's like twice as big as our last one. Yeah. Um, it's got a dishwasher, washer dryer, you know, stuff like like those little amenities that you like didn't realize you spend so much time trying to like deal with. <laughs> so um, our first day was two days ago. We got it really late. We got it after the first. So we were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, but so yeah, nice. we're here. Um, we spent our first night in the house last night. Okay. So, How'd it go? Yeah. Um, we're on an air mattress, so there's that. Because <laughs> the other mattress burnt down. Duh, Katie. Duh. Uh, oh. Um, we got it we got to get what was what's the like it's like purple mattresses we had to get like some sponsorship with them or some shit um yeah because we took like we took stuff like we had some things we could take but we really couldn't take any furniture um no mat no bed um like basically our clothes and like the doodads that you live with right and not even all of our doodads um 
Uh, oh, so they're covered in asbestos or asbestos and they're ruined. I like what I tell you, oh. like one of the things I was saddest about was like my book collection is yeah. like was cut in half. I had so many books, um, but I took pictures and I'm going to slowly like start rebuying them. I just like, cause I don't know. That's just one of the things I, I want to replace. So, yeah. um, but yeah, uh, so we don't have much. We don't have a couch. We're just sleeping on the mattress. And I've got my gaming chair that I, <laughs> hey. I was like, I'm taking this. I don't care um, mm-hmm. because it's so nice. And then my dresser, we were able to get out. Um, okay. But yeah, it's kind of just been a little crazy for us. Um, but I'm grateful for the place. Like, you know, it's not, I, you know, it's, that wouldn't have been our first choice, but here's the thing. What's crazy is it's an amazing place. It's, you know, got a big, beautiful backyard where the dogs can go hang out and I can garden. Yeah. Um, nice neighbors. There's only four, four apartments in this building. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so it's really tiny and, uh, just old, old kind of old school buildings. So there's like little, touches here and there that are super cute and um yeah as a matter of fact I just heard my beeping of my laundry being done which is so nice because that was costing us a lot so like it's funny the little things that you don't think about but uh that um are gonna be easier now because of this place our rent did go up quite a bit yeah, <laughs> um, about eight hundred dollars <laughs> more oh. than we were paying before. That's like um, a whole other person's rent. <laughs> it is. Um, it's it's basically what we were paying each before. Um, sure. When, so, fifty guys that went up by fifty percent. Is that how? I don't know if that's how you do the math or. I mean, if you're, so you're a 1600, I mean, I don't want to do the math on the top of my head, but it's like a third more, I, I guess, I, I, how that works out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm the not going to rain man this. <laughs> the math is, listen, <laughs> if we know anything, uh, Katie is not good at math. So it's, <laughs> it's a considerable amount more um, and is. also denotes like, you know, future goals of income and all that nonsense yeah. um because i'm still but, unemployed <laughs> i'm wait, partially employed i was just actually. gonna say i was just you, you had you you do have that one job and it, how easy is the commute how how are you getting there like how's that it's there's gonna be a times there's gonna be times where it's a little bit more difficult um because it's like i have to be there at seven o'clock in the morning but you know what? It's not un- it's not undoable. Like I might have to take a lift some days, and like maybe it's a little bit of a waste of money. But I'm getting paid. It'll be like an hour less of work is how I'm kind of calculating it. Like okay. if I have to take a lift, Got I'm it. not getting paid for an hour of work. Which well, with an eight like, hour shift, I can handle that. Like I know that from Oakland to San Francisco proper, like the BART is fairly reliable. Yeah. Uh, is it much like I, I'm sure you already have a BART card? Um, yeah. Is is it much more to do that? Is it just like the unpredictability or the like circumstances around public transit? Well, I think with me, I'm like war- more worried about like those shifts that I have to be there at seven a.m. Mm. You know, that's a little bit different like i'd rather just have the reliability of um a drop off Mm -hmm. yeah um than worrying about like because it's like the 
the buses don't run as frequently at those hours. And so it's like, you miss one, you're <laughs> kind of fucked. Luck. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, there's adjustments all around, um, which is why I'm still really hoping I can get remote work. I think that would be, you know, ideal because Nico drives, they have a car and they, you know, they leave early in the morning where it's not too bad and they come back after the ma- most major traffic. So them, it's not as bad of a commute. It's like when you really, um, if there's no traffic, it's 20 minutes. That's so, not bad at all. Yeah. Um, which you can, you can do that in the city end to end. Um, so, so the, I, you know, like there's things that aren't the same, but there's also like Nico has friends who live really close to us now. So can, if I really need the car, they can ride with them and I can take their car. So we're figuring it out. You know, none of this was in the plans. None of this was, you know, we're just kind of taking it as it goes. We're really happy just to be in one solid place now. So, um, yeah, uh, that's that's the big thing is like not like staying in hotels and at their mom's house and just kind of wondering where we're going to keep the dogs tonight, where we're going to keep the cat tonight, where, you know, we can have everything here in one place, like not living out of bags. Well, I guess we're still kind of living out of bags, but that's well, a little it bit, but it'll be. shift. It'll change, you know, yeah. bit by bit, um, day by day. How are the animals adjusting to the new place? The cat is angry. Um, she, and, ugh, there was this little sliver behind the stove and she went down there and she was down nope. there for a full day and she would not come out. I couldn't get her out. And then last night in the middle of the night, I hear her crying outside my door. I was like, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night. Um, That's a cat. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's a little angry. I think she's had it with the moving. I, I She's definitely hiding away. Um, the dogs, I think my dog has already realized that there's an outside that's easy to get to. And so she's like been standing at the door all day. Like, Aww. mom, let me go outside. <laughs> and it's Do you so have like, any kind of like easy access where you could like install a door or something where they could go in and out? I might want to do that. Yeah. I think, um, I like we, it doesn't have, um, like a sliding glass or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have one yet. Yeah. So, um, so are you on the third floor? Are you on the the base floor? Like I'm on the first floor. There's only one floor. Okay. So there, but there is stairs, but not three flights of stairs. Thank God. I was, I was like, this I poor woman. <laughs> I hated it. Like, yeah. I, and you know what? But I did it for three fucking years. I climbed up three sets of stairs every fucking day, multiple times a day. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. now you can do that on your own terms, not necessarily in order to rest. Like, right. It, like, your access to resting shouldn't be inhibited by <laughs> more work. Exactly. Coming home and like knowing I have all my stuff and like, no, like 
it feels anticlimactic to get home sometimes when you have three flights of stairs still to go, right? I mean, yeah. you get there, but... And then what's great is they're, they're easier stairs for Boogie because my dog is, like, almost 14 years old and she's, like, over the stairs as well. <laughs> so it's a, all a lot easier. It's 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 a Good. blessing. I'm... I think it's the opposite of anticlimactic. That that would be mul- multiple climactic, but yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this house seems to be uh, fitting your needs a little bit better, which is great. And of course, yeah, it's a little bit further. It's a little bit more out of the way. You gotta, you know, it's in Oakland. Calibrate. We all yeah. know Oakland. <laughs> Wait, do you, my aunt lives out there, so if you ever need like a good friend to chat with or something like that. That's good to know. I love that. Yeah. I do live in the better part. I'm not going to like, I, there's I worse areas. There's totally <laughs> worse areas. <laughs> but it's funny because I, I don't know if you know right now, they're like breaking into cars like, like it's like, it's like a dessert, like every day. Yeah. And I had rented a car for all the back and forth I had to do. And the only car they had left was an Audi. Okay. A bright blue Audi with Florida license plates, which basically says Break into break me. into me. Like we're a tourist. This is a nice car. Like and yeah. so yesterday we were finally moving all our stuff in. And um there's a security guard that stands outside the shop on on the on like on the street side. And he said, oh, my God, somebody just tried to break into your car. And I stopped them. And I said, of course, they did. the day I come here. He's like, no, don't worry. I got him. But I was like, what's, what's that, that hero's name? Yeah. What's that hero's name? Ro- you know? Ronald? Ro- Ron- I got I to gotta get to know him because he's like the security guard on our block. So um, okay. he's going to be my bestie because he was watching yeah. out. He's like, yeah. oh, they were about to bip your car. Because that's what they call I don't know if that's totally. Call it bipping. This bipping. is a new one for me. Bipped. Uh, yeah, you got bipped. Break what does that mean? People's shit. Oh. I think it's break into people's shit. Okay. That's... Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes yeah. sense. Uh... All my stuff is delivered. I just got my little picture with it delivered. And I'm so happy. What did you get delivered, if you don't mind me asking? Well, we have nothing. So no. I got all no. of the basics. I got everything from, like, chicken to, like, ketchup, mustard, um groceries got you got groceries, groceries. delivery that's yeah. great yeah yeah um i'm having i have to buy everything by the way which is a weird thing to have to buy things because we don't have like i had to buy a new set of dishes i had to buy Aww. pots and pans um I, we were like i had to buy a mop like you know just things that you have already forever um spices I, I bought spices today because lord knows this is not a salt and pepper household i refuse fair, fair. i refuse fair. <laughs> um so um i was like gotta at least have some seasoning salt some garlic i was like got some parsley some you know just the things that you yeah the basics the um, things that you don't that you accrue over a lifetime exactly. and then you don't think about until you're like oh we're out of cayenne i gotta go yeah. get some more exactly yeah, so we had to. We have. We still have lots of things to buy, and so thankfully, you know, we have the GoFundMe, and that's really helping Good. with a lot of these things. Yeah, um, I don't think we would have been able to do it without it because we would just be living on zero. 
yeah. without all that. Big um, shout out to everybody who contributed to that. Thank you so, 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 so much. Yeah, that was life changing. Definitely life changing. Um, we've got somebody giving us a couch. We've got somebody giving us a bed. Um, this has been a community effort, hands down. Like there's no way we could have done this on our own. And because this, even just us by ourselves, it was exhausting. Exhausting. Yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally, every day we were tested. We probably argued more than we ever argued before, but also Makes said sense. I love you more than we probably ever said I love you before. Um, just like, I don't know. You've seen Nico and I. We have our shit sometimes. But like we, like I love that motherfucker so much now. Like I think going through this, like... I'm so excited for us to survive it because, like, we can do hard shit. We can really yeah. do hard shit. Sorry, I'm gonna uh, cry. Please <laughs> cry it out. Fucking cry it out. Are you kidding me? I mean, let's just like take a recap of like the past year of this podcast. <laughs> this was a year after, you know, all the stuff that we had gone through together. And then it just kind of kept piling on to you. Like, there was more yeah. and more stuff that kept happening. And I think we've already established several, what are we, like a year and a half into this podcast now, we've already established that you can do hard shit. You have done yeah. hard shit. <laughs> yeah. You can survive hard shit and you have a great community around you. And I think that's something that maybe wasn't something that you kind of relied on before or, or Not looked at. All. Yeah. What, what is what does that look like to you? Like seeing community and everybody rally for you. Um, it's humbling. It's yeah. um, but it also like reignites like my desire to give back when I see people need it, um, because it counts and it counts so much. And you like the things you do really do mean something to somebody, um, and it can you know make or break. Uh, you know, the fact that I can go online right now and buy towels for myself because I don't have any more, like, yeah. that's such a small thing. But, like, you know, we want to be clean and want to, like, just get out of the shower and wash ours. You know, it just, that's the basic 20 bucks needs. somebody gave me. Like, yeah. Um, so I think that I want to do more. But I also like want to also like really sit in graciousness and really gra gratitude. I want to sit in gratitude and realize that people love me and that they care about me and that there there's like I'm valuable enough to be cared for. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not done. You know, there's still gonna be things like you know we had to when we had to leave the apartment yesterday. You know, you kind of look around. And you're like, what am I missing? What am I not like? scene that's left under all this rubble that's gonna like be important to me like you know in six months now I'm like where is this thing and it's gone it's gone forever because they're demoing our whole apartment okay. um like my very first plant that I grew is like I know that seems silly but I no, that's a huge thing my very first plant is gone um, what kind of plant was it and it, um it, so it, it was a type of jade i still never figured out what kind of jade it was but it was beautiful and overgrown and um i just couldn't like get to the back 
where our deck was. I couldn't, even though I could see it, it was still in good shape. I couldn't get back to the deck to take it. So that bummed me out. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's so silly, little things. I'm glad that I got my dad's, the things my dad gave me. Like there was one thing I, 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 I it's kind of old. It's kind of um, fucked up a little bit from the water. Because <laughs> mm. a lot of my books got ruined because they're just water dripped all water. over them. And then they got mold and they're sticky. Mm. But um, this book called The Tao of Pooh. Um, okay. And there's there's a, a complimentary. It's like the Tao and the tea of... I don't know what the opposite of Tao is, but of Piglet. But they're just like these books that... You can look it up. Yeah, but keep going, keep going. Okay, there's this book, this book that my dad gave me. And I was like, I don't care. I'm taking it. It's in horrible shape. But I just wanted... It was like one of the things that he loved to give to me was these books. Um but I forgot what I was saying. So I grabbed that. <laughs> Good. Like, and it I don't think I can ever read this, but I'm going to keep it. <laughs> it was, it's not too bad compared to some of our other books. Like there were books that literally had like mold on them because the house, when you go in, like, cause we of course couldn't be in there most of the time was filled. Like they had thrown the trash the power was off, so all of our, um, you know, the fridge was down. And so there was, the house was full of flies and bugs and just, it was, just smelled. So there's mold everywhere. Uh, so a lot of my books also got moldy and gross. Um, but it's so funny the ways that things get destroyed in a fire because it's not just fire you know they flood right. your home with the water um and then and then it also it's also like the fire ex- extinguisher shit it's it's yeah. the asbestos that's all over everything now it's yeah praying it, i don't get mesothelioma someday <laughs> hoping that's not the case either um really truly hoping uh that that's not it at maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Um, boy, uh, so, uh, is, is there any, like, are your, all of your neighbors' places ruined too, like, from the well, last place? Oh, they're all gone. They're all gone. I don't know if they're all ruined. Um, I know that they're the so there was three levels and two apartments on each level. The apartment next to us, they definitely had water damage because their roof was caved in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the other ones were just extremely wet. So they've got like these big 
gigantic machines in our apartment building that are just like, oh shit. I just forgot. I forgot to write. (laughs) What? I forgot to write your friend back. We we were writing and then I just realized I didn't write it back. That's so okay, funny. I'll see, oh I'll see him tonight and I'll explain the delay. Don't worry. Uh, he's equally, like, we've all had our own, like, personal stuff going on and he's got okay. a full family. So he totally understands. I'll, if you, if you don't mind, if I, if you give me permission, I'll tell him what all went down. Um, well, he knows he, that's what he wrote to me. He's like, I'm sorry to hear about the fire. Okay. And then I was like, do you want to meet this time? And I was like, and I never said yes. (laughs) um, It's been like, I. We can also schedule him on the podcast. (laughs) We should just do that. Um, Yeah, we've got a lot of great people that we're going to have on the podcast in the next couple of weeks and stuff. And so I think Jonathan would be a fantastic addition. He's such a great guy. He's such a funny performer. Um, I just, I could talk to him all day. Um, he's one of he's one of those teammates that I like. I brag about on the outside, and he's just one of those humble people that doesn't. He's like he's a family man. He'll he'll do a show and then he'll go home and and be with his family. And I'm like, come on, fuck them kids. Like, come have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible influence. <laughs> Sounds like it. Fuck them kids. I haven't met them. I just know that they were always around and like they take your energy. So <laughs> you know what? I think there are times when parents even say fuck them kids. So I think we're okay. They have sure. to. And I like I hope, you know. <laughs> I hope that like anybody listening to this isn't like, oh my god, you're such a child hater. I mean, I am, but at the same time, like <laughs> I'm, re- I'm really not. I'm really not. I, I, have, right. I have babies that I have done uh, the YMCA. Like, I, I love kids for people. I, I love the fact that I am not going to have kids. Uh, my father, unfortunately, hates that. And um, that's, oh. that's his piece to deal with. But Oh, your dad being a grandpa. Oh, that would be. He, you, he would it's be his doting. lifelong goal. He would be doting. And that's the thing is that, like, I was like, well, we've got kitty grandkids. And he hates <laughs> So. He doesn't hate cats. He's just allergic and he doesn't understand them, um, <laughs> which makes sense for my dad. My, but, my mom spoils my dog, so it's it's <laughs> kind of fun. It's cute. But like, when we, I mean, come on, let's look at the freaking economy. And like, I don't, I truly like, I have such respect for people who have kids because I'm like, I don't know how you afford them without being a gajillionaire. Like, I really yeah. don't. I'll have my nieces, uh, my my niece and nephew for like a weekend and be broke. Just done. Like, just like tired from my pocketbook being out. Just swiping, swiping, swiping. It is your finances. (laughs) It is your mental health. It is like you get broke. It's your physical health. I mean, they're jumping around on shit. They're breaking... I mean, your niece was like on the couch in the background in our own episode of the cutest little interruption. Oh, she's so fucking cute. I love your niece. She's adorable, but she's a lot. There was time I tried to put her 
to bed. And so I was like, okay, we're going to take a nap now. And so I lay down in the bed with her to like mimic sleeping. And that was her cue to jump on me. And jump Did she jump in your bed. head? <laughs> that, my whole body. She just abused yeah. me for like 30 minutes and was not tired <laughs> at all. Just relentless. <sighs> Oh, they're tiring. Children. Oh, God. They are. Do you remember the point in your life when you realized how fragile adults were? Like, do you you have, like, a core memory of when you're like, oh, they're not as, like, wherewithal as I thought they were? Because, so, when I was a kid, I took karate. And there were were two moments that I realized this. One, there was a moment where my dad got sick and it was the first time I'd ever seen my dad get sick. And he he had like appendicitis, I think. And I had never seen my dad throw up. It grosses me out to this day. I can't watch people throwing up. It freaks me out. Um, It was that moment. And then it was also, I took karate as a kid. And in our dojo, we would do hand-to-hand combat because we were kids. And like, what's a punch going to do but like not really hurt someone i took a summer class uh for like doing more karate when i was like preteen, and i punched the like karate instructor and he was like oh okay let's not make actual contact <laughs> and i was like oh adults are weak <laughs> like, those were very clear in my mind i can't think of like a younger one but i know that like the first time I caught my mom lying, like just, just blatant lying. Like this is an adult. We were in an argument, and to this day, she still lies to me about the same situation, which I won't go mind? into. Okay, I can't. okay, it's, okay, it's okay, so. Okay. But it was just like one of those situations. Like, mom, like mom is just saving face. That is all she's doing, gotcha. and she had convinced my dad of a lot. Like it was just. So horrible. <laughs> to this day, she's never. We're never gonna agree, even though I know I'm. Because it was my like, it was me, who um, who had done something, and she swears up and down that the, the complete opposite of what happened had happened. And I'm like, really? It's impossible. It's impossible. But you, but you, you know the truth because it was your experience. Was, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, there's also, I mean, there's also something to be said about the like equivocation of like, <laughs> I have to lie to protect a bigger falsehood or truth. Yeah. Well, the, I think parents do a lot of that. I think they, they do, do a lot more of it than we um, than we realize until we're older. Because just yeah. Well, also. They have to rationalize, especially when you grow up like we did in these um, hyper, like, Christian, like, like, everybody's got to be moral and good things. And, like, we are not naturally always good people. And how now parents' bad decisions have to be rationalized with with scripture. (laughs) With a very ancient text that does not necessarily (laughs) apply to certain modern issues or circumstances. Yes. Uh, Which makes me think of something else, but I'll bring that up later. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, go on, please. So I just think that's one of those big ones is like, wait, that's not okay. I don't care what the Bible says. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Well, and it's, it's interesting too, because it also, I think it also 
comes into play with like what's a hot topic button TikTok issue item at least that's popping up in my feed right now is the conversation around boundaries and like what okay. I mean we talk about it a ton on this podcast about like what boundaries are and I think a lot of that was sort of grossly misused or underused when we were growing up because a lot of Christianity at least at the time and at least what I grew up in was like no matter what you give your all in everything you give like your very last cent in order to make sure that other people live longer and happier than you do um, yeah because that is a selfless act um but unfortunately that put me as a young child in a lot of dangerous situations and gave too much not just mentally, emotionally, financially, but in several different ways, like physically or oh, um, conversationally. Yeah. So, and it was funny because I it, this conversation kind of reminded me. There was a, a friend of mine that posted something about, um, you know, this whole idea that we grew up with that inherently we are born sinners, and um, and how fucked up that kind of makes us. And I, I, it reminded me of another thing that Mark and I had been talking about where um, we talked about when you have the basis of you are inherently bad um, oh. and then you're taught what self-love is and how even self-love is inherently bad, how that yeah. can also become mistranslated in showing love to others and that it's tainted in a way. Um it's so like from the get go, it's like we're all just fucked up and bad and you're never going to be anything better. And it's like, oh, well, I might as well show my love this way, even if it's broken. Um, and then those shards and pieces hurt somebody else, <laughs> we, we, you know, and instead of just being like, OK, maybe we aren't born bad. Maybe we're born neutral. And a lot of the influences of the world change who we are influence who we are influence our decisions our actions our behaviors and that can be something where it's like let's take into account all the things that either we have been through or have experienced and what are the pieces that we ourselves can heal versus put a christian band-aid on <laughs> right and, and then show like a more complete love to others that is not gutting ourselves um you know yeah. And <laughs> I, I and I know you know. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. I, wow, I feel like we kind of rabbit trailed a little bit. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> it's totally okay. I think that we both have church trauma, um, a very specific kind of church trauma, and um that's okay whenever it dovetails into the subject because I know as I'm not on boundary TikTok. Um, right now I'm on Korean K-pop um, street women fighter K-pop. Um, oh, God. Which I, is amazing. I gotta know more about this. It's so, oh, it's so good. good. Wait. Anyway, I gotta... <laughs> I, like, I have to complete, like, this whole thought process yeah, of the, the boundary TikTok or, or, or whatnot. Like, what... Oh God! I have so many questions. There's no way we're going back. To... <laughs> Wait. Okay. So there's women fighting and there's K-pop. What is happening? Are they? 
street like so they're dance battling it's like dance battle. shut up the whole show is dance battling and it's really funny because there's like all these korean and i think there's a japanese team and they mostly dance to k-pop and then there's one like australian team i think all australian well basically like the westernized um team and there's like a black woman, a Chinese woman. I don't know what Kirsten is. Basically, they're the most diverse group. Are you following and a profile that's that's displaying these? Like, I have zero idea how I ended up on this part of TikTok. I don't know how I got there, but once I like like started watching, like it was done, and that's all I see. And like, I feel like um, something's been missing in my life before this because. It's just them battling and dancing and it's just amazing. And there's like this one uh, choreographer, she's this Korean woman named Bada Lee that every single human has a crush on that watches the show. Like men, women, what is they's, them's, you love Bada Lee. Like she's okay. just so good. And she's like very masculine in her dancing and you're like, you forget sometimes what you're watching. And it's like, I can't, like, I can't. So, okay. So this is, this is the only thing I could, maybe you know this. I don't know if you've ever watched music videos, but Justin Bieber, I know this, it's all going to come back to <laughs> Justin Bieber <laughs> um, hired for his, like, he had a big album, the one before last, I think. And I remember I listened to it a lot. And all of his music videos, or a lot of his music videos, were choreographed by this woman named Paris Goebel, who was an Australian choreographer, who was amazing. And her, so a lot of her dancers are that diverse team. And so there's a girl who's this, who's Paris Goebel's, like, second in command, I guess. Okay. Um, in real life, she's on the show and she, so it's her against bodily all the time. And they are like the two best dancers. And it's just like, uh, street woman fighter too. street woman <laughs> fighter too. Look it up. You're going to like, it's, it's so impressive. Um, they do all like hip hop, K-pop dancing, voguing, break dancing, it's okay. just bananas. This shows how much K-pop knowledge I have, but what other bands are K-pop aside from BTS? Um, the only one I can think of offhand is uh, Blackpink. Um, okay. But I used to listen to K-pop. When I was, when I was traveling to Asia a lot, I was, I'd listen to a lot more K-pop. But I couldn't tell. The thing about K-pop is it's this whole other world of music where like they form these like power bands and they're like these kids are like trained from when they're young to oh be k-pop stars okay. um it's like you'll always see k-pop groups five or six seven deep it's just there's a there's a it's formula it's almost like remember when we it's were like, on it's oh go ahead yeah i was just gonna say it's like the boy band formula yes. motif um but they've perfected it so it's oh like God. intense and like bigger. Do they have like schools and stuff that were like, yeah. you know, enroll now into K-pop Academy? Which I don't know how that, if that's what, how they get, how they recruit them. But I know it's just like you that's are raised in this and you audition and you do yeah. this and you go to school and you do. 
It's such an American version. Like, hey, how can we capitalize on making the next superstar? And like, let's just fund schools based on like potential K-pop. Anyway, um, boy. Okay, okay. So street street women fighter two, right? Not street. Yeah, and there was a men's version. This is the 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 street women fighter is mine. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I cannot wait to watch this. Just look up Bada Lee, B A D A Lee. Okay, Okay. and um, she's just badass. Oh, that's she's an amazing dancer. Okay, I I see her. Uh, I could totally see the whole. Like she's androgynously hot. I guess is. I get that. But she also that. dances like a bro. <laughs> Dude, I mean, fucking think of the 90s, man, when like we had the baggy sweatpants and the like the cropped and like fitted tees and things like that. Like that was the 90s were a time of grunge and feminine masculinity, I want to say. It's and it's back. It's back. Right. The 90, that's how all the kids are dressing right now. Oh, God. It looks I like thought they were doing like the nightmare. 2000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they're, they're doing the like the stupid like bell bottom jeans and stuff. And, like, I know that that's a thing right now. It's euphoria high everywhere you go. That's what Ew. it is. I don't understand that. I really don't. Wow. Um, I like certain things of the nineties I'm down with. I'm not fully down with a resurgence of grunge. I, I don't, but I did honestly, when Trump was elected, I thought the Junko. Yeah. Or the Jinkos. Yeah. Um, or the Fubus. Uh, <laughs> they're not for me. They're for you. By you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I remember when Trump was elected, I was like, there's going to be a resurgence of some kind of a punk movement. I know that. Um, because of this whole like idyllic like conservative ideal like type thing that is just going to suppress and bust out more punk style of either music dance whatever uh and i don't think we've saw it as quite as like as pervasive as i was expecting it to be but i do think that we might be seeing more and more of that soon as People go on strike and labor unions start to speak out against injustices and yeah. all of that. It will, it will um, definitely, I think definitely music is where the truth of the reality of like what, what's going on in our world is like, it's always informed. Music is always informed by our political landscape for sure. And I am here for a punk resurgence, even though I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that could be a way of uh of popular. I was a ska girl. It. I was a ska girl. Ska. Um so I'm sure there's punk bands and songs that I like heard that I like, but offhand I can't think of any. <laughs> totally. Totally, totally. Well, and I, I just don't think that there's quite the uh, British influence as we once Fair had. Enough. Um, which really helped drive a lot of the 80s punk, punk movement. But um, yeah, I know nothing about K-pop, all that to say. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but speaking of entertainment and stuff, like, do you have any shows or anything coming up this weekend? Do you have? I do. I have my first show since the fire um, <clears throat> on Saturday. Um, what are you going to perform to? 
Um, indie pop, on please. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm going to do... That's funny. I should do that. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Um, I was like, that might be too much for some people. But I um, am going to do That's Not My Name by the Ting Tings. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. That's not my name. I still have to memorize the words, though. I don't know. It's a long song. but um, It is. And also has a lot of accent in it. Like, I think I've made up lyrics more often to that song than anything else other than That's Not My Name. So have I. So we shall see how I do. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I didn't have access to my stuff. I still don't have all my stuff. Like one of the things that I'm like, I have to like buy all new makeups and all that stuff. And that's not fun. Um, yeah. But it's also kind of fun. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Yeah. Um, you can finally be like, okay, that one, you know, foundation that didn't quite work for me. Now I have a great excuse to find the one that does. Yeah. As exactly. petty as that sounds. <laughs> I- I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. How many now, rooms in this new place? It's just one room, one bedroom. Um, but it's one big bedroom. Uh, I- I'm like... I can hear it if, if yeah, that helps. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's big. Um, I don't know. I don't even know the square foot. I think it's 10 by 19. I You could tell me that, but again, I think we've already established I'm terrible <laughs> with my, like if it's in front of me in visual, I could probably do it. I, oh yeah. Okay. So that's 10 feet. Like I'm in my room or our room right now and I have no idea what the size yeah, of this is. The room. Um, There's some feet in it. It's a room. Uh, over there's a wall. Over there's a wall. Uh, behind me is a wall. No, um, but it does it overwhelm you with the difference at all? Um, no, it's really positive. I feel very good in here. It's okay. just like I just want furniture. That's all. So we can. The thing is, because we have all this stuff, we have nowhere to put things. We don't have anywhere to put it in. You know what I mean? Because we don't have like. <laughs> Yeah, things <laughs> to put stuff you. on. Um, but one of the things is, um, even though it's like we need a couch and things, I do have some furniture. I have like a table. So I've been paying for a storage for three years because um, I had my own apartment when I met Nico. So it was full of my own furniture um, that we couldn't fit into the last apartment. So now I have like a table. I've got a hutch. Um I've got a little like microwave cart, like just little things that'll help like us put stuff away. Yeah. Um, which I'm excited about. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good. Bit by bit. And if there's literally anything that, you know, we can do, our listeners can do anything, you just let us know. We'll figure out a way. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I, if we can. Nectar wants to sponsor us. Feel free to send us a, a king size bed. <laughs> we want. We've decided we are only getting a king. It's one of the, the dreams. We're like, since we have the space now, let's do it. Do it. Absolutely do it. We <laughs> have a California king, I think. Um, oh, we have damn. a we have a sleep number bed because Mark likes a bed of pure rock. And I like a bed of clouds. <laughs> oh, he's such a fucking... It's like, unless he's being, like, tortured, I don't understand 
uh, his his bed preferences. But yeah, so we we have the sleep number so that I can sleep soundly and he can sleep soundly. Um, because I'm a side sleeper, he's a stomach sleeper. Um, so yeah. Back, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be a stomach sleeper, um, but it killed. Like I can't even do it anymore. It just I kills it. my back. Yeah. Uh, well, what about you? Do you have anything coming up? Um, I have a show actually tonight. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, hmm, I should go to the show, uh, you won't go to the one tonight. Uh, that's going to be a one and only tonight. But uh, in the future, we uh, I perform with Nothing Burger at the Pack Theater in Los Angeles. I'm the first and third Wednesdays of the month, every, uh, every first and third Wednesday at eight o'clock. And uh, I'm very excited for tonight. I'm also going to be performing again in a show that will be past the time when this episode releases. But I'm going to be performing in a show on Friday night. So just, you know, check out the pack. They're they're doing some fun new things. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I just... I, we're wrapping up Amazing Race, and um, that should be releasing in the next couple of weeks, I believe two weeks from now or so, or when this podcast releases in like a week or so. It's a really good season. You're going to have some really great contestants on there that I'm very excited about. Um, Definitely going to watch now. You should. Honestly, you should. And as much as like I can't promote (laughs) literally anything, but uh, reality TV at the moment is not on strike. It sounds like there might be some push towards putting some restraints um on how reality reality tv is filmed how contestants are taken care of and i think that's a mm. great thing um yeah i'm not saying especially for anything that i've worked on but i do think that in general i think people should be treated as humans that's just me um <laughs> you know <laughs> but i i do i i will say that this uh the season 35 will be a great season and it's going to be super fun and i'll be able to talk about certain things you know after stuff is fully aired maybe we'll see i have to revisit my nda but um apart from that so we're going to be going on hiatus for lord knows how long um and so I'm hoping to just get back into fitness and working out and keeping my my knee healthy and my body. <laughs> um, and then hopefully um, getting on the picket line, which I'm excited about. And I'm hoping not to freak out, as I often do when we go on hiatus, about where the next job's going to be or what the next thing's going to be. Um, I, I have... I have hope and faith that like a lot of like my side gigs and stuff will, will follow through, but that isn't to say that my father suggested I become a school bus driver uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's being yeah. helpful. He's being, <laughs> I mean, helpful is one way to put it <laughs> in his own terms. Um, and, and, and agreed. And it's a very sweet gesture, but I was just, it was so sweet. He was like, you'll have time to audition and things. I was like, there are no auditions right now, dad. <laughs> um, and he's like, you could do it in the morning and then in the afternoon and then you're done. And I was like, yeah, I really don't think that, um, driving a bus full of children <laughs> and especially no offense to anybody who has kids in LA but but especially LA kids feel it 
those motherfuckers <laughs> have yeah. some bougie expectations. <laughs> I believe it. I believe you it. Ever, you ever want to feel poor, talk to a kid in LA or talk to a kid in New York and you'll realize that like you grew up with a tin can for <laughs> for entertainment. <laughs> Um, but the good news is, is that I went into the doctor, um, I had a consult with my surgeon, it's like the 80th one I've had, and he's like, you're doing really well, you're at 90% um, recovery, and he's like, just keep working on stuff, and I honestly didn't think nine months out of surgery, I would be in a place that would be 90% health. Um, I thought awesome. it would take a lot longer. Um because they told me it would take a lot longer. <laughs> um, so I'm very, You're I'm very excited. Ass off. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it, it's one of those things where you're like, you, you're kind of like, okay, I'm just going to embrace the suck. I'm just going to go for it. And like, as much as I can. And then you still feel like, oh, I didn't perfect that. Like that was one of the things that my physical therapist talked to me about. And she was like, I don't want you to beat yourself up for not being perfect on this for where you're at and where you're at in life you're doing amazing <laughs> and yeah. um she's like here's the thing usually around four months people stop coming to see us and they continue on with their lives you went and got married at four months and then you came back and you kept working um i granted after a couple of months i hit my maximum in insurance so it was all free so i was like hey why the hell not um it's <laughs> like free training Exactly. You know. Why the hell not? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, that definitely played a big part in it. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like I, I feel very prideful in in how I I'm recovering, and I'm hoping to continue to keep doing good work and making myself healthy in any way possible. And yeah. Comedy and Love health. It. That's my goals for the weekend. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Well, my dear friends, please remember that the universe out there is absolute chaos. You have no idea what's happening in anyone's <laughs> lives or what might happen in your life tomorrow. But please know that you should be kind to others and to yourself above all. Marie, is there anything that you'd like to leave everybody with? Yeah. Um, Sun-dried tomato cream cheese Ooh. spread. Oh, it, it, have it. Do it. Put it. Where'd on you your get base. this? Oh, um, so new new spot today. Okay. Ordered it. Got a half dozen bagels and some sun-dried tomato spread. Life changing. It sounds like it. It was great. Oh. It was amazing. That, that also sounds like a really good like spread for a sandwich. Oh yeah, that it's. I've got plenty. It's gonna, it's gonna be used up. I'm drooling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Slap that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go eat some sun-dried tomato cream cheese. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Thanks. Bye.
At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.